two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Oh, Mark, it is. I, I, I think you and I both, we've done a lot of traveling. We're maybe still a little road weary. Uh, even even kind of like, I don't want to say like called an audible or like took a mulligan. But even had like a week off because we were just we were just all over the place. We were being two wizards on the go. Yeah, two wizards a go go. Two wizards a go. Yeah, and because uh, because I had I had some trips going on, and you had a couple too. But but it but it's nice. It's nice to be back here in our wizards tower, off of off of the road. We're just back home, and it's just really nice to kick our feet up again and and just kind of get back, kind of get back to doing what we do, and that's talking about things that are fun and dumb and informative so <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> so, yeah um so i guess I, I i guess just kind of quickly do we, do we want to maybe catch all of our listeners back up what what are where have some of your travels taken you uh uh recently oh um well so last week we when we called the audible um i went up to denver and we went to their uh, october fest up there mm. and uh it was a lot of fun and i drank a lot of beer and ate a lot of sausage and i think they lost money on me <laughs> and then this last weekend was my birthday so instead of recording on our usual sunday night we're doing it on a monday but mm-hmm. i was up in salida colorado yes and i tried to live tweet most of it but that i just forgot about tweeting because i'm really bad about social media but it's yeah. yeah it's a it's a fickle thing well and i uh wasn't that th- we have we have given several shout outs to salida in past episodes the, the specific ones are escaping me at, at the minute but yeah it's a lovely little town it's a lovely little place to oh, tons of them yeah like yeah, yeah 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 so uh so yeah well and then i uh, and then i myself so um yeah most recently for me uh, um, one of my sisters got married there in Colorado. So for like three days, our wizard energies were like pulsating. It's like, oh yes, Josh and Josh and Mark are only two hours away because it was that same weekend you were in Denver, um, and, yeah. and I was in Estes Park, a little a uh, little north of there. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that was a lot of fun, um, and it was great to be back in the mountains and. Back in Colorado, saw like a ton of elk because, as we've talked about, that's just what happens in Colorado. There's just wildlife chilling, like sitting in the coffee shops, um, doing yoga in the park. It, that's just that's just what they do. <laughs> yoga in the park. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I got uh, got got back from that. But then also, um, I guess this is two or three weeks, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago now. Um, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's funny enough that you mentioned going to Denver for Oktoberfest because I also went to an Oktoberfest uh, in nearby Cincinnati, and oh, snap. yeah, and it, it's apparently like a like a pretty big deal. Um, it's it's one of the largest or one of the larger um, Oktoberfests that occurs outside of Germany, uh, mm-hmm. and they uh, I think it was like back in either like two thousand four or maybe twenty fourteen they set the world record for largest simultaneous chicken dance the oh, wow. um and there 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 was going to be an attempt this year but i i think i think it fell uh, well short of that uh, uh but yeah that's so too bad. yeah but but it was also to to uh, your experience too yeah just 
drinking uh, a lot of a lot of really good beer, having a lot of good German food, um, lots of sauerkraut and lots of sausages. And yes, it, it was just it was just a marvelous time. It was a marvelous time had yeah. had by all. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, indeed. And so I think I think kind of with that in, in mind, uh, before we do our reveal, because uh, it, it has, it's been a couple weeks now, what what are we drinking in our Wizards chalices tonight? Well, I figure it's uh, Halloween time. Well, not Halloween time, but October, mm-hmm. and that's pumpkin beer time. And when we're up in Denver for Oktoberfest, I hit a liquor store in Castle Rock. Oh, nice, nice. So tonight I am drinking a pumpkin lager. I don't know where it's out Ooh. of. Oh, here we go. Out of Lakefront Brewing, made in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, typically pumpkin beers are like ales or uh, stouts or things like that. I don't, I don't know if I've heard of a pumpkin lager. Yeah. That's interesting. Say, uh, lager brewed with real pumpkin and spices contains cinnamon, allspice, ginger, nutmeg, cloves, and mace. So, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Wait, like mace, mace... Not as in like the like pepper spray kind, right? I or would, is it? I was thinking windu, but yeah. Oh, that too. Yeah, that too. You just, <laughs> no, what? Because mace is something. Open what? it up and a. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's some, yeah, it's some it's sort of thing. like aromic, yeah, aromatic. I think that's what I was looking for. But no, yeah, you like pop open that cap or bottle, and a purple lightsaber uh, beam comes out. <laughs> mace. Well, um, and then I also, uh, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I have uh, from Founders Brewing up there in uh, Michigan, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I have their Oktoberfest, Ooh. their German style Martzen beer. Because um, I think part of it too is like, uh, s- strangely enough for being called Oktoberfest, most of it happens in September. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it is, it's like, okay, now that that season's over, here's, uh, all the discounted Oktoberfest uh, beers and boy howdy, I love those. So, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I got got a couple of those. And so I guess I guess on that note, why don't we why don't we go ahead and get this get this rock in here? Yeah. Mark, here's on you. Cheers, buddy. Mm. Oh, there it is. There, there it, is. it is. Pumpkiny and delicious. Yeah, pumpkiny and delicious. And yeah, well, well, mine mine isn't because that would be weird. <laughs> Although you know maybe that's. Maybe that's too too much magic. That's too much. That's too dangerous to combine the goodness that is pumpkin beer and the goodness that is Oktoberfest beer. <laughs> I don't want to be held responsible for for that kind of stuff. But um, you're a madman. Yeah, a madman. Yeah, you're a madman. Well, oh, oh my God! You know, Mark, I just realized you can tell just how out of practice we are. Oh yeah. That we we we've kind of gotten our our schedule out of order we haven't even introduced ourselves yet we haven't introduced the show yet Shit. and we're already You're right uh yeah we're already into our wizard chasses but hello everybody welcome welcome to perhaps a little shaking off the rust of this two wizards podcast uh it's great to have you here we're back again we're doing it uh albeit slightly out of order but whatever uh it, it's fine and yes, I am Josh, and I am a wizard. And I am Mark, and I'm a wizard, and it's fine. We're just, we're mixing it up, you know? We're in, what, season three now, I guess, officially, so... Gotta, yeah, yeah, officially. We're shaking well, up the format. This was like our, um, you know, the, right. the, the pre credit scene. And then we did our, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. music or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I will also still, um, I'll still blame either jet lag or... 
uh, road road weariness because because yeah, I think we're both still just a little little kind of out of it. But um, I'm a little bit out but, of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it 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 is. It it totally messes with you. It, it does. It's a real thing. And 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 I remember, you know, as a as a youngin. In uh, my undergrad college days, when I could hop into my little uh, half-ton pickup and make a drive up to Denver and then drive back that same day and wake up the next morning and go out for a run. Yeah, those days are long gone. Yeah, It's like two, two hours in a car and I'm just wrecked. For the for the rest of for like the next four days, <laughs> I had to change my shoes yesterday because I was getting a blister. Like, <laughs> I'm so old. I'm so damn old, Josh. Thirty three hit me like a ton of rocks. I tell you, buddy. Oh, it does. No, it do- it really does. It's, yeah, and I'm in this uh, from the from the thirty four year old club. Yeah, it's it it's no fun, man. It's no fun. It's all downhill from here, isn't it? Yeah. Ugh. But that's depressing. Let's not get depressed. You know what is fun, however? What's that? It is our topic for this episode. Okay. And I know we maybe kind of tipped our hands a little early. This was one that I took the lead on uh, and I was very excited about because I recently went to an Oktoberfest. Mark, you went to an Oktoberfest. I'm drinking an Oktoberfest beer. So this episode is going to be about Oktoberfest, of course. Ooh. That's what we're doing. Woo, yeah. And so it's kind of what is it? Why is it a thing? What do people do? And then maybe to kind of help us get to our our uh, target episode time, um, maybe just talk about weird German monsters or cryptids or I'm down. Uh, folklore stuff. Because, again, we just, we just kind of have to. We just kind of have you, to. You so. got to. You got to. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 Mike, I think I was asking you this too when you were telling me some of your travel plans. This this one was your first Oktoberfest, yeah. Um, yeah, like the first, yeah, 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 yeah. The first, I mean, outside of like, oh hey, it's Oktoberfest, so let me like pick up a special six pack from the liquor store, or something like that, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I've never been to. one. I always said I was going to go to one, and hell, they even have one down here, and I just haven't been to it ever, but. Yeah, I thought I saw. I thought I saw some of that. Well, and they have to be kind of clever, and they call it Octobrewfest. Oh, um, yeah. So, and I'll shake my etymological fist at them and say, "No, that's not what. The, that's not how that works." Um, but, but whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah, I think the. Um, let me think here. There, there was uh, there was one in Durango, um, Colorado, which is uh, for for listeners unfamiliar. With sort of south southwestern Colorado, that that's what like three hours, three and a half hours. Yeah, give, west. yeah give or take. Yeah, this is probably like 2015, 2016. The Mrs. Wizard and I uh, went to that one with some friends, and that was a ton of fun. Okay. Um, and then yeah, this one in Cincinnati was was a blast too. And so I figured it, it'll be great. It'll be a great topic to kind of dive into some more and um, sort of sort of sort of do it up. So 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 Mark, what's your Coming in like mostly kind of new, not not knowing a whole lot about it. What what's your understanding of what Oktoberfest is? What it's about? Why it's a thing? Maybe somebody like slipped you a, an inform uh, an, an informational brochure <laughs> along with your uh, moss of German beer. Um, what's your what's your understanding of Oktoberfest? Um, as far as I understand it, it's just like a um, it's like a harvest festival, right? It's all the wheat and barley's been mm-hmm. harvested. 
we brewed a bunch of beer with the first ba- the first batch of it way back when, and now it's ready to go. And hey, we're gonna get drunk and have fun one more time before like winter comes, and it sucks because it always sucked back then, you know, in the old country. Yeah, yeah, in in the old and and specifically Germany, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely like a German thing. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think that that more or less kind of catches catches it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think there are a couple interesting. Uh, uh, pieces of trivia that as I was kind of diving in a little bit more uh, doing a bit of research um, it kind of helped me help me understand some stuff about it okay cool so 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 yes yeah, so what we kind of know as Oktoberfest or, or have had exported uh, out from Germany um, yeah it it actually started um, with the marriage of one uh, Kronprinz Ludwig who would later become King Ludwig the First? Okay, and he and he married this lady, uh, Princess Teresa of Saxe Hildburghausen, because German, because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and they were married on October twelfth, um, eighteen ten. Oh so, wow! So that's yeah, like about, not about, even that. Lo- I mean, that's not that long ago. Yeah, though. not really. Yeah, not not even really that long ago. So like a little more than two hundred years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure, you know, like what you were saying, like certain type of harvest festivals or uh, folk fest, okay. like V-O-L-K-F-E-S-T, maybe that kind of got combined with some other stuff. But the Oktoberfest that we kind of know today um, specifically stemmed from this from this wedding. And uh, as as you could imagine, um, you know, some some royalty getting married and kind of having a big deal. And they thought, hey, why don't we, you know... We'll make a day of it. Um, they had some. They had some horse races. Okay. And uh, that was also accompanied by tree climbing, uh, a little bit of bowling. Okay. Um, some sweet. So it was. It was just sort of like, okay, yeah, we'll just, uh, you know, we're we're we're, go- we're gonna get married. We'll we'll make a big deal of it. And sure, like some of the common folk, you know, we can we can bring them along too. <laughs> um, and then it just and then it just slowly like built and got bigger and bigger uh, year by year after that. Um. Uh, and and then it was in um eighteen uh, eighteen, so uh, uh six years later, that um that uh different like commercial vendors and tents and uh, uh it, it 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 became a bigger deal. They were o- awarding prizes to some of these uh, athletic and sporting events. Um, and then, fi- and then the following year in 1819, it was decided uh, here in Munich uh, that that's where it was that Oktoberfest would be an annual event, an annual tradition, and then it kind of spiraled out from there. Okay, cool. Um, and here's one other thing that, um, like, I kind of knew in the back of my mind, but I guess like reading through all this material, it became eminently clear to me that like Oktoberfest specifically is a Bavarian thing. Bavaria being the sort of like South, Southeastern kind of big state or region there in Germany. So like all the other Germans, they actually like, it's not like they hate Oktoberfest, but they're just like, ah, God damn it. Here's like (laughs) people thinking that like the rest of Germany is just like Bavaria, which is not like, yeah, it's, it's a whole place. Like, it's it, it's a whole place and it's a whole separate culture and I think with this analogy this is the best I could come up with and I'm sure it's 
either going to like offend a bunch of people or it's going to like have a bunch of people go, aha, that makes sense. That's absolutely right. So I know that's like a winner. Okay. But if I had to like describe it in a sentence, I think like Bavaria is the Texas of Germany. Huh. Like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like all the people there, they have like a different dialect. They're like super rah, rah, we're the greatest. Yeah. Um, tend to be more kind of politically conservative about stuff. Um, drink a bunch of beer, eat a bunch of, a bunch of sausage. So, so it is, it, it would be like if like, uh, remember the Alamo day got exported to all these other countries and oh, then like some dude from like France shows up. He was like, ah, oh, you guys are, are from the U S right. Yeah. Cowboy bang, bang. And we're just like, no, that's just, that's just Texas. That's just like one part. There's a lot, there's a lot of other things. It's not just like Texas. And that's kind of my, that's kind of my takeaway. Okay. Yeah. Like Bavaria is like the Texas of Germany and, 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 and yeah. And so like when it's talked about, it's like, Oh yes, this great German festival and uh, event and it's so wonderful it, it's it's really mostly just that kind of region and then yeah. all of the other germans are like oh shit not not all of this again we are not those bavarians we are we are different kinds of germans there are also, there are all sorts of different germans not just the in bavaria uh but yeah what can you do what can you do <laughs> well it's that whole the, like maybe let's not just gloss over everything and you know yeah stop painting yeah, exactly. in broad strokes but Exactly. Exactly. So, 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 yeah. So, it's specifically there in Munich, Bavaria. Okay. Um, and 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 it's like, I mean, now after those hundreds of years and like it getting hyped up and hyped up, um, it's a it's a like two and a half week long event. Oh my god! Like it, like it, it's forever, and it and it usually starts like mid September, um, and then ends. At like the beginning of October, something like that, and so that's kind of that's kind of where the Oktoberfest comes. Yes, um, Ludwig and uh, Teresa were married in October, but then it was like all the celebration kind of stuff before that, mm-hmm. um, and, so, and so that is kind of like that weird. You know, okay, it's called Oktoberfest, but it takes place in September. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then specifically, yeah. So, so the so the type of beer that's kind of served there is this. Uh, uh, it's 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 brew. It, it was the, the first kind time this kind of happened. There's a bunch of beer that they brewed in March, mm-hmm. and so it's it's the Martzen beer that you know uh, six or seven months later after it's finished doing its thing, then it's ready in like September, October, and so that's why the that's why the Martzen beer is a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure when you were over there in, in Denver, and I saw this everywhere in, in Cincinnati too, like the kind of white and blue. Uh, parallelogram kind of checker yeah 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 checker things like like that that's specifically Bavaria like I think that's their like either uh, uh, coat of arms or like flag or something like that so it is it's like very much this one region uh, but then everybody everybody just celebrates and like kind of joins in so cool <clears throat> so yeah I don't know why I'm yeah. losing my damn voice all of a sudden sorry <laughs> you know, it's okay. cool God damn! All, yeah, all this, uh, all this uh, knowledge about <laughs> Bavaria being the Texas of Germany—it's kind of—it's kind of takes your breath away. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
no, excuse me. Um, so, so yeah, all of the things I would kind of think about. Yes, yes, absolutely. The drinking beer out of the enormous uh, glasses, uh, all the sausage, and even like all of the the like dress, like the traditional folk dress. Did did you see people rocking lederhosen and dirndls and all that stuff? Yeah, I did. It was kind of cool to see. Like they just they were just doing it. They looked like nerds yeah. on Sixteenth Street Mall, but like yeah. in the context, it was pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and again, like all that stuff is so. Yeah, like when you go up to like, uh, yeah, like Berlin or uh, uh, Dusseldorf or something. Like if you show up there in a in a lederhosen, it would. I again, I think it would be the equivalent of like wearing a like ten gallon hat around with like a big ass belt buckle, and be like, "Hey, fellow Americans!" And like, no, that's not. <laughs> Uh, no, but but to that point, this is the other thing that I totally get a kick out of uh, is Lederhosen. Number one, like their 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 name literally is like leather pants, mm-hmm. and they're made out of leather. And those were like first made, first designed, first developed to be like your work clothes. So like if you're gonna go out and like <laughs> chop down trees all day, or like go off to the mines, or like uh, tend tend your uh, herd. Those those were like your car hearts, and I, I'm just fascinated. I'm fascinated. Like, what if what if those made a comeback? <laughs> what if like on a construction site, see just a bunch of dudes rocking leaderos? Because <laughs> it was it was like, yeah, this is leather, and it's like a little tougher, like it's a little yeah stronger than. Uh, you know, whatever other thing, but no, like that's that was your that was your work clothes. Oh. <laughs> God, the eighteen hundreds Bavarian ball sweat, man, it's just crippling. I know. Just, well, that's probably why they needed those like big wool socks is to soak <laughs> up all the ball, all the ball sweat that's just oh. constantly dripping down, cascading <laughs> rivulets of ball sweat. <laughs> Welcome to the grossest, saltiest two wizards podcast ever. They're extra vinegary. Um. Ooh, speaking of vinegary and salt, and I'm not trying to change the subject, but I am. Pretzels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also pretzels. We, oh, yes. Pretzels. I feel like we haven't mentioned pretzels, and I feel bad about that. Oh, God. Pretzels are so... Oh, man. No, yeah, we had um, yeah, just ton of just warm, soft, chewy pretzels and, uh, and, and the beer cheese... And the uh, kind of kind of spicy must. Oh man, yeah, mm. just so good. It's so good. Oh, oh baby, <laughs> what's what? What's the so like? Well, and also in that kind of region, uh, it, it is. It was, it was basically just like okay, here's like your protein and, and like sauerkrauts. Like like you mentioned sausage. Mm-hmm. Did you see any weird menu items? Like uh, oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that they would be serving that or, or anything. No, you know what's weird? This one was, like, it seems super, super low-key. Like, okay. it was, like, three type kinds of beer. It was that, I can't think of the name of the, I want to say Frankensteiner, and that's not it, but, um, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, um. The, I can't think of it. But there was that one, and then there was, like, one Oktoberfest, and then there was, like, a local Denver brewery Oktoberfest, and then there was a, um, then there was a dark, and it was pretty good, but, like, it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't as like extreme as I thought it'd be, and there was like some sausage and turkey legs, but it was it wasn't any like exotic sausage or anything. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I, I'd kind of bum me out, but it's also like, come on, it's a post twenty twenty world. We're all just trying to have some fun. We're don't yeah, don't be a picky little bitch. Just enjoy yourself, you know. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we, um, yeah, like similar to a whole bunch of different kinds of sausages. Um, they had, um, it, well, and I think this is like specifically like German immigrants to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, because I saw this everywhere. And then when I was looking it up, it seemed to be just like, no, like these, this is like an immigrant thing. Uh, but it was called, uh, uh, like Geta, G G O E T T A. Okay. And it's and it's basically like oh we only have a little bit of sausage um, but I need to like feed my entire family and and it's basically just like mix it up with like grain so like oh okay. like oats or barley or uh, or something like that and like it was everywhere like everybody uh, all, all the different booths different stalls or whatever uh, had this ghetto stuff and yeah it was oh, like damn. It's like what you would imagine. I had a little bit. We did a little sampler thing. And um, yeah, it'd be imagine like, okay, it's like part sausage and part, you know, like oatmeal. <laughs> and it was fine. It's, I, I, I would totally understand if you were, you know, like a German immigrant in like the 1840s and trying to make this last little bit of meat uh, stretch. But uh, but yeah, yeah, that was the thing. Right on. That was the thing, so... Um, yeah, well then, uh, but, but then also, so, so we will, we will leave behind the Lederhosen because again, yes. that brings up all sorts of uncomfortable stuff. But what about <laughs> dirndls? Did you see a lot of the ladies wearing dirndls? I saw a couple of them. Not. Okay. It, it, there was definitely, I feel like the guys were a lot more into it than the girls were. If that makes sense. I, I also kind of get that feeling. I get that feeling. It's definitely like, a dudes, dudes being dudes and. It, it it seems to be a little more of that, at least as it's been received here in the U.S. It's it seems to be a much more kind of masculine, yeah, dudes being dudes kind of thing. But I mean, whatever. Like, there there were women there, but not like I say, just uh, not as many. But okay, yeah, no, yeah, saw saw several dirndls, yeah, yeah, and so and, and so yeah, this this is a uh, so so like the Lederhosen. Uh, and, uh, and, and some of the other things like the, um, like the Tyrolean hat, that kind of like green felt hat that will sometimes have a feather yeah, or sometimes like a little, like, uh, uh, uh kind of like fur poof thing on it. Uh, so, so yeah, like those are, those are all, the, those are, yeah, like the traditional folk dress again, sort of of that region of like Southern Germany, kind of Swiss Alpine, uh, Tyrol, that, that's our area, um. But but yeah, those are called tract t r a c h t. Okay. And, uh, and and so yeah, it, it is it is the equivalent I think of like, um, if you're Scottish, you you wear a a, a kilt and the whole get up right with like the mm-hmm. like little bag and the socks and the knife and um that, that you that's stuck in there, or um a couple weeks back or maybe even a month back now at the little Greek festival here in, in Columbus, there, there were some dudes rocking some of the traditional kind of Greek uh, dress. And like, I oh, think shit, that's really? cool. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It was super. And, and so I think that's kind of part of it too. Like f- for something like an, an American equivalent sort of folk festival. I mean, one, cause we're a country of immigrants. And so it's all these cultures well, yeah. both kind of doing their own thing. And then sometimes maybe kind of blending together. But yeah, like outside of it, and this is why I keep coming back to it, like outside of like a cowboy hat and some spurs, like what would our, what would our like folk, folk costume be? What, what would our tract be? I, I mean, like, I guess if you're in California, it's like, it's like a, like a surfer shirt. Yeah. Like or a no shirt at all. Board shorts and flip flops. Yeah. 
or if you're in Colorado, it's, I don't know, probably like a flannel and um, like jeans or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like jeans, flannel, cowboy boots, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here in Ohio, it's probably a Buckeyes sweatshirt. <laughs> An Ohio State-like football, yeah, like hoodie or something. That's probably our <laughs> traditional folk folk clothing here. <laughs> New Jersey's all track suits. Yeah, Nerdy's all all tracks. Yeah, so so, so again, like, I, I I just I just think that's really cool. And like, if that's if that's your heritage and that's your tradition, like, yeah, go for it. And like, granted, you know, a lot of that kind of got stamped down, uh, in like like during and following both world wars. Yeah, which makes sense. Like, just I get a little that. bit. I get it. You can't. You just yeah, can't I, for a little while. Yeah, but then, but the, but it is. It's like outside of yeah things like uh, Oktoberfest or, um. But 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 yeah. So so I, I also uh, saw like a decent number, a decent number of uh, people. Mo- I mean, some people just kind of attending and walking around had their thing, uh, there in Cincy. Um, but but then even they they kind of started. Uh, like the the quote unquote opening ceremonies or whatever was all these like kind of like different like uh, uh, German uh, daughters of Cincinnati and they did like a little parade and then there's all these other dudes that um, all these other little groups and they had a little banner and they were wearing their either Lederhosen or their dirndls uh, so yeah that, that was kind of cool that is That's cool, cool. It, but uh, yeah I like I like it when we're proud of them. I like it when we're proud of ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, it's like you're saying. It just any we all should do it. We all should be proud of you know where we've come from and everything. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. I'm getting sentimental well, and, over nothing, but yeah. Well, and and that's not to like uh, like ignore the bad stuff because we all have bad stuff. We Almost all, have, all of our we all have bad stuff. It's yeah. All of our ancestors did like shitty things in the past, and like no, we don't just like wallow in that. We like recognize. We like yeah. That's kind of screwed up. Uh, but we also made really good sausage and made some pretty good beer and, and all that. So we're not so, yeah, all I, I think, Adolf Hitler. All right. Yeah. And he wasn't, yeah, and he wasn't exactly, exactly. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, so I, I don't know if I, that's just it. Like on, on the one hand, I, I tell myself it'd be kind of cool to like purchase authentically all that outfit, like all of that get up. Yeah. And then yeah, like a couple times a year go like parading around, but I know the Mrs. Wizard would hate it. Be like, "Josh, you can't you can't do you can't go outside like that. You're not even from Bavaria. Your family's from a different region of like Germany." It's like, "Well, still, this is close enough. German this AF. is all I have." Yeah. <laughs> this is all I have. Or the other thing cuz cuz I'm I have a bunch of English uh heritage is like Get the like big beef eater hat. Like I could, I could wear that around too. <laughs> you just wear it. Yeah, just wear it. Just wear it all the time. <laughs> so, so much of culture, uh, and this can even be like a like a comparative studies thing. So much of culture is just the silly hats we wear. Oh, we wear so yeah. many just dumb hats. We're outside of that cultural context. You're like, what the fuck do you have on your head? It's like no, it's made out of the hide of this mountain goat, and it goes back <laughs> generations. It's like yeah, but that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, so so there's all, so so there's one other thing. There's this one okay. other thing that again sort of like fits in with the with the clothing, and and the uh, 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 tract, okay, and all that. And also, I was very sad that I didn't get to see any of this because if I saw this uh, when like IRL at that Oktoberfest, I, I probably would have lost my mind. Uh, but something that is also very stereotypical of Bavaria and Oktoberfest and all that is something called the Schuhplattler. Okay. And that is, that's that thing where there's an umpa band going and there's a bunch of dudes standing in a circle kind of jumping around and they're constantly like slapping their shoes and slapping their thighs and slapping their oh, butts that sometimes. Weird, yeah, that weird, yeah. I, I know what you're that's talking it. about. Yeah. Yeah. That is the Schuhplattler. Okay. Uh, which again, just like <laughs> it's a bunch of dudes. Like sometimes the ladies get in on it, but it's mostly like a dude thing. It's mostly like, okay, we're gonna wear our lederhosen and our enormous wool socks and these like rugged, uh, like work shoes that have like nails driven into the bottom of them, and we're just gonna like stomp around and slap our legs. <laughs> <laughs> There's no accounting for culture, man. It's just we, we no... all got our own weird shit, you know. That's just what it is, and I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm so, I'm so just, yeah. Like if that's you, if that's your, uh, if that's your bias, just, just own it. Lean into it. Um, but, but also, kind of funny, funny enough. There's, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a, of an idiomatic saying, uh, in, in, in uh, Germany. Which is the Schuhplattler diplomacy or Schuhplattler diplomatie? Okay. And uh, it's a saying. Uh, quote. It's a saying for uh, Bavarian foreign policy. It's self-assertive, sometimes rumbling, always engaging. So again, you just think of like the equivalent of a bunch of Texans walking in and trying to hold a diplomatic meeting, and they got their like cowboy boots, and they're just assertive and full of swagger and that's that that's what bavarians are like i guess and i just like to picture that so yeah there's like you know at the at the un uh there's a very serious like global catastrophe and you know everyone's everyone's very committed to figuring out what's going on and then here come the bavarians doing their like stomping around and slapping their thighs and it's like oh yeah 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 that's <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so good. But uh, but yeah. So I so, so yeah. That was just a, a little bit of my deep dive into a little bit more of the history of Oktoberfest and how it came from it. And and it really is just this like Bavaria kind of just being Bavaria, just loud and goofy and self assured and having fun, having fun. Um, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, let's see here. Um, uh, a couple just sort of notes, I guess, a little, little fun factoids to, to sort of round out, um, round out the, the, the history of it. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, held in Munich and specifically where, where the first one was held, there was this kind of meadow, uh, where it seemed like it was a good place to, to kind of hold it. And, uh. This place was named after uh, Princess Teresa, uh, and this is called the uh, Teresa Visa. 
Um, okay. Which is which is literally just like Teresa's like meadow, Teresa's field or whatever. Uh, but that got shortened to uh, Vison, and yeah, that's just like that's just like the place. That's the place where everything gets set up and and all that. Hmm. Um, there's a there's a big. I mean, there's lots of traditions. Uh, at, at, at one point, all of the it, it, again uh, in the like 1800s, 1900s, um, as all of the vendors were like rolling into town, it, it kind of turned into like an uh, like a spontaneous parade of sorts. Yeah. Ooh, ooh bless you. Thank you. Um, and uh, and then yeah, people are like, hey, this is a good idea. Why don't we keep doing this? And so now it like when all the vendors are like pulling up in their carriages or their uh, horse-drawn buggies or whatever like it's a big thing it's a big thing to do okay um and uh uh and, and beginning in 1950 uh it's, it's always opened with a certain way the uh there's a there's a 12 gun salute and they and they tap the first keg of Oktoberfest uh the mayor of Munich uh taps the keg and he says ozapft ist and it, which means it's tapped the, the keg is tapped and uh, then he gives the first liter of beer to the minister president of the state of Bavaria. Oh, very cool. And, uh, it's, and so, yeah, yeah that's it, it, and again, like still, I mean, that was only like 70 years ago, so like still very recent, but has enough of that old-timey kind of feeling of uh, yeah, this is, this, is, this is who we are. We're Bavarians with our big swinging lederhosen. <laughs> <laughs> With our big swinging schnitz and grubens. <laughs> Got that big schnitz and gruben energy. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hashtag that. Hashtag hashtag that exactly. Um. Well, and, and this is the other kind of funny thing too. Like like mentioned briefly the the umpa bands. Yeah. It, it, again, sort of like keeping that in tradition. They they have kind of some rules where like for the majority of the day it is it's the old umpa brass bands playing the traditional music um and then it's only after like a certain part uh, uh a certain time at night when in, instead of that that cool stuff uh they switch to like the crappy german uh club music <laughs> and so and so i also get a kick out of again people probably still in lederhosen dancing to like shitty trance um <laughs> maybe even still doing the like thigh slapping stuff i don't know that'd be that'd <laughs> too be weird awesome. too weird industrial <laughs> super yeah. grim super dark super hard yeah. slaps yeah and and now it is the time at oktoberfest that we dance then they're just kind of like ham boning essentially they're just <laughs> ham boning <laughs> but uh but yeah so so that's that that was our sort of like brief run through history of, of Oktoberfest and and as, as you probably can imagine um uh, in 2020 and 2021 they 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 were both canceled cuz of this goddamn uh, coof that's going on still uh but f- fear not everybody uh tentatively our Oktoberfest 2022 is scheduled for the 17th of September through the 3rd of October. So we have 17 days, 17 days to get your, get yourself to Munich and uh, just, just be in that, be in that energy, be in that place. (laughs) 
So did you like when you were at yours? Did you were you like dancing and singing with the um papa music? There was well, so they did um, uh, the the one the one really famous song. Uh, I think I think the German title is Rosamunda. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But 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 the English one is Roll Out the Barrel. Yeah. Uh, and there was one band. There's there a little stage. There's a little stage there, and there was one band that was playing that, and I was totally. I, 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 I unfortunately did not have the big glass mug. I just had like a little souvenir plastic one, which was fine, which is fine. But no, I was. I was like kind of swinging that back and forth and singing, roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. And it yeah. was. It was great. It was. It was, it was just fun. It was just fun. But because um, well, I saw pictures of you with your giant... Uh, Giant mug. Was that one that you purchased? Was it just one that you that was like at the establishment? So did I, you get to keep that? Oh yeah, no, I got to keep it. I ponied up money oh, for the yeah. VIP tickets. Oh nice! I spent so much nice. money on Oktoberfest, Josh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, but you so still like, made them lose money on it. You still oh, made them lose definitely. Money. Yeah, like yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, um, <laughs> if and if for nothing else, like the private bathroom thing like totally pay for itself oh yeah it was yeah smart by like yeah, two in the smart. afternoon when i was peeing every 20 minutes like yeah <laughs> yeah well and, and this is the other kind of little, little fact that like uh uh so many people just automatically think oh like a german beer glass that's a stein but that but no that 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 big one the big monster that holds um like a liter uh that's called a that's uh called a moss Okay. It's like M. It, it, it's M A, and then the like weird, kind of looks like a B, uh, or a beta. Oh but it, but, yeah. But it makes it, but but it makes an S sound. So that that's a moss, um, and apparently that's a that's a unit of measurement. That's a volume of some sort. That's like roughly a liter, and so that's why they call it a moss. Fucking but no, like the sign. They I know. Got a unit of measure goofy. for their booth. They, they they do they do and, and and so then yeah then like the stein. Uh, is truly like a stoneware because Stein means stone. So it is. It's like, all right, here, here's a rock, and I'm gonna carve a beer mug out of it. Oh my god! <laughs> and then like, then like do a little painting, like a little scene on the, paint a little uh, uh, pastoral landscape on the side, and then put a lit, put a lid on it. Um, so <laughs> at at some point, I would like to pony up some of that money and give me a nice big moss and maybe even a Stein. That'd be kind of cool. Hell yeah, that'd be really cool to get with like. Yeah. 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 Be one well, of those even, fun investments. There was um a hard term but still kind of somewhat related. Um uh there uh, there were two years that the NCAA Division 2 indoor track and field national championship was held in Albuquerque. Okay. Um and th- this was after I finished competing. I I, I didn't uh, run in those, but I still had teammates competing. And, and Albuquerque's not that not that far from Alamos. It's yeah, like the same distance as, as Denver or, or time at least. Um, and when the meet would conclude, a bunch of us would go out, and I forget the name of this bar. It probably got like shut down because it was it was pretty <laughs> it was pretty shitty. Uh, but this random bar in Albuquerque would sell you beer by the moss. Oh my so like, god! And I got so drunk both of those times. Like the oh first time, god. the first time it was in Albuquerque and just went crazy. Like having our like designated driver making the trip back up. 
I-25 to, to 285 to get an Alamosa. Oh, God. And you had to drive home hammered like, the, oh, God. Yeah. And I was just so hungover. I threw up like three times. And oh, I was like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm never doing that again. I'm never drinking that much beer out of those mosses. <laughs> uh, one year comes around, did the exact same thing. <laughs> a <Atta> boy. <laughs> so I also like to think that maybe that was my making up for lost time. Like I hadn't been to any Oktoberfests uh, prior to that, but that was just me like, yeah, I'll channel the Germans and drink a lot of beer out of an enormous glass. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So yes, Mark, that was the more or less shortened suite of Oktoberfest. So thank you, uh, King Ludwig the first and princess Teresa for getting married and for opening it up to us plebs so that, um, 200 years on, we can all do the chicken dance and, uh, <laughs> appropriate Bavarian culture. <laughs> Cause it doesn't matter if they're white. Cause it doesn't. matter. <laughs> I mean, what exactly? Huh? What? Anyway, St. Patrick's Day is the most racist holiday in the world. Who said that? I, I mean, oh man, maybe that's maybe that's also some future two wizards territory. Because because uh, yeah, truly, truly, it's like the most stereotypical uh, caricature. Yeah, that's just that's just what we do. Like, put it on a T-shirt, sell it. <laughs> Fuck it, you'll buy it. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but uh, well, I'm I'm about ready for for rounds two, and I I just have another just got another uh, Founders Oktoberfest right on Martin. I got a super spooky Jolly Roger Black Ale from Eddie Lyon Brewing. Ooh, yeah. I think have I had one of those? I think I've had one of those before. I mean, it's been years, but yeah, yeah. Eddie Line is also good. They do good, good stuff. Oh yeah, I I feel like that could be a bingo square of whenever Mark drinks Eddie Line. Like that probably could. That probably could. Uh, listeners, list. tell us your, list. yeah, tell us your bingo square suggestions, and one day we'll we'll make it happen. Uh, but um, I've but got yeah, a ton. So, I've got up to like I think I've got like twenty at this point. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know maybe maybe get up to like forty just for some consistency, and then do the randomizer thing. So they, you know, damn it, we can we can do this. We'll do this thing. Damn so. right. Anyway, damn right. Well. <laughs> Anyway, so so yeah, so uh, like I mentioned, I I, I didn't want to like go too deep into the weeds about just uh, Oktoberfest because uh, part of Two Wizards podcast is getting into some of the well, and even now that we're in in October um, proper, uh, also doing some kind of ooky spooky, uh, cryptid folklore monstery kind of stuff too. So yeah, I just want to take the next the, the 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 second half of our program here and talk about some weird german monsters some of them are uh bavarian kind of keeping in the oktoberfest theme others just kind of roam wherever but uh but yeah i got i have a number of these right on so we'll just i am excited to just kind of go through because yeah like i think you know most of the time uh think about that stuff we, we autom- automatically kind of go to uh the brothers Grimm, right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're sort of weird collection and true yeah and, and and again that that could also be a full other episode like just creepy ass uh brothers grim stories because there's some woo, there's some weird ones um but uh but but for right now i think just like kind of a nice survey overview of some of the again just like fun silly ones that 
Like it might be kind of creepy to run across or you just grab grab your stein and like drink beer together with this <laughs> German monster thing. <laughs> so, uh, well, and, and, and you also, I, 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 I mean, you, you uh, already kind of previewed one with the, uh, um, who was on your beach volleyball team? Oh, Tetzelverm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so there you go. Boom. There's already one in, in, in the family there. Yeah. Yeah. There so, we go. Uh, so, uh, and, and this one, as soon as I start describing it, will become immediately apparent to fans of the show why I wanted to lead off with him uh, very near and dear to my heart. Uh, but this, this first kind of German cryptid monster folklore thing is called the Wolpertinger. Ooh. The Wolpertinger. Have, have you heard about this one? Uh, it sounds like something, but I, don't, I, think I'm making a, I think I'm mixing sounds up. Tell me about him. So uh, it's it's an animal that uh, is said to inhabit the the alpine forests of Bavaria and uh, Baden-Württemberg uh, in southern Germany. So again, kind of regional kind of area. Uh, and it's it's basically it's basic. So I know I said that Bavaria was basically the Texas of Germany. <laughs> the Wolpertinger is basically the. Uh, jackalope of Germany. <laughs> it is. Hooray, it's, a, it's a weird jackalope. It's returns. a weird. The, he's he, you know he screwed it up in the cryptid uh, cabinet. He screwed it up in the cryptid Olympics. So maybe he's commiserating with his uh, cousin in Germany, third third cousin twice re- removed, the Volpertinger. And it is. It's a it's a rabbit that. Or just really any sort of mishmash of animal parts, you know, like uh, you'd you'd shoot this thing and you bring it to the taxidermist and it it's like I cannot work with this, so it's, uh, it's too much missing, and so he just keeps all the bits and pieces and mounts them and then boom, there's there's your deal. So it's like uh, a German but, Fiji mermaid kind of, where like we're just sewing shit together yeah. that doesn't blow. Okay, right on. Yeah, that that too. So, uh, but but more often than not, it's a it's a rabbit. That also has uh, uh, wings, like either like duck wings or like <laughs> pheasant or quail or whatever. Um, it has antlers. Um, sometimes it'll have like big wolf fangs. Okay. Or just or just or just any combination thereof. Like if you look at the if you go to the Wikipedia page for the Volpertinger, uh, there's one that again looks like a jackalope, and then one underneath that has like the head of a duck and like the <laughs> body of a. I don't know, like a, a a beaver or something. Well, well, no, they don't have beavers in Germany. Some some sort of like mammal body, and like snake snake teeth. It, it's just it's just yeah, whatever sort of mishmash of whatever thing, there. Okay. Um, but uh, so, so yeah, there there there's this, um, and it's kind of the um, <laughs> looking it up. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it it, it is like uh, it, it's just it's just very silly. It's just very very silly. I hate the uh, duck billed fox though. That one really messes me up. Yeah, that one's pretty. That one's pretty. Uh, that's maybe a little too too much there. They're uh, German taxidermists, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, and and, and so uh, I, as soon as I was surveying these creatures, and I found this guy's like, well, I know who I'm leading off with. So the Volpertinger, uh, get your ten gallon hat and rodeo buckle and jackalope, and get your Lederhosen and Dirndls and Wolpertinger. <laughs> just mash them all together. 
and cook a bunch of meat and drink beer. Sounds yeah, yeah, sounds good. That's <laughs> good. Um uh, uh sort of sort of related, kind of related is another creature called the Elvetrits. Okay. Elvetrits. Uh and it's yeah, like a similar kind of thing. It's just a, a weird bird-like creature um that uh also tends to be found in uh, uh southern germany but more southwest germany so this would be more kind of brothers grim territory uh they're in the black forest mm-hmm. um kind of like that and yeah it's just like a goofy looking bird um sometimes it has big honking breasts um which is just weird <laughs> there's a there's apparently a couple of sculptures in a statue or in, in like a fountain Okay. And uh, yeah, they just got some El Elvetrich uh, titties over there, which, all right, fine. Well, you know, Oktoberfest is all about the dirndls, and I'm sorry, those don't. They're very low shout, cuts. Look at my eyes. Uh, I, the Mrs. Wizard for Halloween one year may or may not have dressed up as the Saint Polly girl. <laughs> awesome. Um, and we may or may not still have that costume that. <laughs> we bring out on occasion but uh, but anyway <laughs> anyway uh <laughs> showing her but, your uh, but, but yeah, singer, eh? yeah exactly mine uh mine chin uh but uh, but yeah so uh the, the other kind of fun thing about these guys is uh they're also sort of the equivalent of going on a snipe hunt where you're like rambunctious German uh, grandchildren. Like they're driving you crazy in your little uh, 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 cottage in the forest there. And you say like, yeah, kids, go go find this uh, Elvetrich El and uh, bring it back to me because it makes a really good soup. And they say, yeah, grandpapa. And then they go run around the forest all day and they're out of your hair. So, uh... <laughs> Oof, Klaus fell down the well. Yeah, <laughs> Grandpapa, we 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 found a, an entire house that that was made of sweets and chocolate. <laughs> oh, it's like, oh boy, geez. Well, yeah, that's all great and all, but what about dinner? Did you go find this this creature, this bird that also sometimes has antlers and big old boobies? <laughs> no, Grandpapa. It's like, well, get back out there. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpapa needs some booby meat. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, maybe that's it. Maybe this was a weird sort of foreshadowing thing. You, you know, like, we, we talk about all these, like, uh, 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 GMO farming and, like, injecting uh, chickens with, like, growth hormones and doing all that stuff. Maybe, maybe this was, like, the Lost Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Because <laughs> uh, cause some, cause some traditions say that... Um, these El, El, Elvet Tritzen um, were came about to be when chickens, ducks, and or geese uh, would mate with goblins. And so maybe that was some sort of weird prophetic Brothers Grimm story. Like, hey, don't don't be messing around with the things that you eat because <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> See, and here I thought you're making a stance for like racial purity through the Brothers Grimm, but yours is better. No, no, no. Yeah, there, there's definitely like a warning. And the moral of the story is only date Germans, kids. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> that's why. That's why ducks and chickens don't mess around with goblins. Wink, 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 wink. And we all know what we're all talking about. <laughs> oh boy, this is. Oh, I've made a 
terrible miscalculation. <laughs> But yeah, um, but then also, uh, but uh, but but then also, uh, there's there's also a, a bit of a kind of a kind of a legend, and I think this is, this is cute too. Okay. So the so the Pennsylvania Dutch again is like people who came from Germany and uh, set up these like Amish communities there in Pennsylvania. Uh, this 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 little bit of folklore came with them. Okay. And so there's so there are even American. Uh, Elbetnitritsen uh, that are running around in Dutch Pennsylvania too. So really, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm. I'm now. I'm kind of disappointed that uh, uh, like the Office and Dwight, right? That yeah, that was their kind like, of go-to character. Yeah, and he was uh, Bel Belchnickel and all that, but they didn't. They didn't have him and Cousin Moe's going on a going on a hunt for a. Or, or like telling Jim and Pam, like, oh, yeah, you're going to stay at our bed and breakfast? Well, wake up bright and early before the sun rises and we'll go on a on a El- Elvetritsen uh, hunt. That's fantastic. Um, real, yeah, real missed opportunity there, guys. But um, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, there's there's a couple other. The, this one, honestly, is a little more, a little more ooky spooky. Okay. So, uh, listeners, if, if you're waiting for something to, to get a little more creeped out about, well, wait no more. Because uh, the next creature I want to kind of throw out is the Noctzera. Okay. Um, and this is basically, again, in Bavaria, uh, and it's kind of like a kind of like a vampire. Ooh. Um, but specifically, and this is weird. This is weird to me, and I want to like learn more about the rationale behind this. But whereas a vampire is like the living dead that feeds off the living, this Nakzera is the living dead that feeds off of other dead humans. Ew. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, what you have to do, yeah, and, and then yeah, like it's kind of a weird sort of mix between like a vampire and a zombie. Something like that, but but uh, apparently more often than not, a Nakzera is created um, as a result of a suicide. So okay. when somebody kills themselves, uh, or maybe sometimes from an accidental death, there's a possibility that they come back as a Nakzera. And uh, uh, but but it but it's like after they die, so they're already dead. Already dead, they're, yeah. It's the it's their corpse. It, it, it's it, it's not like they get bitten by another one or something like that. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah. And so, uh, when this thing starts walking about, it like finds other deceased family members and like, uh, eats, eats them. Oh, okay. Which is, which is really weird, which is really weird. Cause like, I totally get the whole like, oh no, like zombies will eat you or vampires will eat you. Something like that. And like I, I understand the symbolism of that, but like for a dead thing to just go around eating more dead things, like that's kind of, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that. It's kind of weird. It's not I, you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't ever hear about dead stuff eating dead stuff. It's kind of, kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, and so, and, and so, um, they, they, they're also sometimes associated with like plague or sickness. Like if, if there's a mass outbreak of something, maybe that can also make these knock, knock, knock zeros. Uh, so who knows, man? Maybe 
we'll really have to keep an eye on this COVID stuff and see if, you know, in like six, six months time or something like that, there's COVID zerers like running around and saying like, uh, yeah, I'm eating on all the other people who didn't get the vaccine because they didn't want to get microchipped or right, right, right. Like just, 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 just get the 5G implant. Not only will you get better cell phone service, but you won't become a Knox error. Uh, I don't, yeah, maybe, maybe. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah, sure. It's fine. <laughs> God. Yeah. But also um, you're just eating the already yeah. dead. So I guess no harm, whatever. Like that's not really. A, yeah. Because Yeah. Like it, it, and that's, that, that's the thing that kind of trips me up too, because as we've talked about so much of like, uh, like folklore and tradition and old stories is like, hey, be aware of the forest or be be cautious when you're near water or don't don't do this stuff so you can still stay alive and living. But no, this thing just like goes around and chomps on things that are already dead. So like what I mean, like, yeah, it would kind of suck to like have buried a family member and then you like go to visit their grave and it's like opened up and, you know, their remains are kind of half chewed on. But yeah, that's just I, I yeah, it's just kind of weird. It's just kind of yeah. weird. So, so this is kind of in Germany, but then also some sort of surrounding regions. Uh, in 2006, they uh, discovered uh, the remains of a woman uh, near Venice. Okay. And she was discovered with a brick in her mouth, and they kind of oh think yeah that, yeah yeah, and and they kind of think that maybe the people whenever she passed away, maybe some of the people thought that she was one of these knock. Zara things um, because the 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 sort of standard way to to kill these things to kill these things that are already dead um, is you is you put a coin in their mouth mm-hmm. or put something in their mouth and then you chop off their head Jesus and like Christ. that's the okay. way to yeah so all, yeah so also also pretty grim so they were thinking like maybe back whenever whatever like plague was sweeping through Venice. Maybe people thought that this poor woman was one of these like uh drogger things that only eats other dead dead, dead corpses um and did that to her. But um kinda weird. I hadn't heard of these things before. Uh and, and it just really struck me that so many of our other stories about like the living dead or the walking dead or whatever, uh or the undead, like the like the takeaway is no, they're going to come feast on the living but no they just like eat other dead things or even sometimes they'll just cannibalize themselves they'll just start like chewing on their own arm or whatever and that that just really i don't know just really struck me as something different it's really cool i like it Mm. but now i just imagine little like noxera kids like getting shitty and nibbling on their arm stop chewing at it no i'm delicious (laughs) mom whatever yeah Honey, don't play with your food. And he's like, <laughs> like, like pops off a couple of like finger joints and is using them as chopsticks or something. I don't know. That's yeah, it's weird. It's weird. real weird. It's real weird. Because also then that whole family's dead and buried at the same time together. Whatever. It's fine. But well, and well, yeah. And then like, then like uh, for like, uh, like mealtime, you just kind of like, you just like eat the person sitting to your left and then the um, person to your right eats you. I mean, kind of a weird, like dead cannibalistic 
69 or something like that? I don't know. What's for dinner? It's oh, just... man, Grandma again? <laughs> Grandma again? Oh. <laughs> don't be rude. I hate you. your Grandma. <laughs> I'm going to go over Where'd to Billy's house grandma? and eat his uncle. He was good. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, so, so, yeah, uh, the, the, the other kind of funny thing, too, is um, uh, apparently one of the ways that you can tell a Nakazera from just a regular dead person is um, when, they're, when they're in their coffin or their, or their grave, if it's holding um, one thumb in the opposite hand and its left eye is open, oh, which... What does that mean, One holding one thumb in the opposite? So it's like so, holding the left thumb so, in its right hand? Yeah, so like make a thumbs up with your right thumb and then just like grab that with your left hand. Okay. So, something like that, okay. I think, or maybe the other way. Um, which, like, that seems to be... And and like the left eye open being kind of weird too. So like I that guess that one's weird. That one's real weird. Yeah, like if you're the mortician or something like that, like make sure like like wouldn't that be a way to like really mess up mess with some people? Like it's kind of like kind of kind of pop the left eye open, do this weird thing, at, like after the viewing and all that. Yeah, then, right. Um, Just yeah, that'd be super. That'd be super messed up. That'd be super messed up. <laughs> But um, but yeah, so knock knock zero weird zombie that eats on other zombies. All right. Which, yeah, I mean the the rest of us are fine. You just I guess you just kind of do that, or or maybe that's it. Maybe that would be because I'm also thinking of like 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 maybe like video game potentials would be kind of cool. And I think that'd be kind of cool. Like you're the you're the player character, and the so like standard zombie apocalypse whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe you're, but maybe you're also a Noxzerer, or maybe you like so. So yeah, it, it it it's like you're the like zombie with a heart of gold, <laughs> fighting the other zombies to like save your family that's still alive. Oh um, yeah, you're beating them back. Yeah, yeah, that that that, that could be kind of. Yeah, maybe uh, listeners take that idea and run with it. Well, so I don't know do if it. you were gonna do if you were gonna like kind of touch at this, but like. Werewolves are a super big deal in German folklore and mythology and stuff. So there you go. You got the Noxzerer okay. beating back an invasion of werewolves because his family's still alive, but he's not. Oh yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, I can dig it. I can dig that. Hell yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Better story than uh, Twilight. Well, but yeah, still a much better, much better. Well, and and then there was also um, there was a. There was a zombie movie that that did that a few years back. What was that called? I or like have it was no a zombie idea. apocalypse. Okay. It, 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 it was a zombie apocalypse, and like main character uh, is a zombie, kind of like falls in love with a girl who's like a zombie hunter and like living in a, this post uh, apocalyptic world, and she like gets injured or something, but he takes care of her. He like gives her a blanket instead of eating. Of, like, oh, it's her. um. I know what you're talking about. It's um, yeah, and 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 like the moral of the story is like no, like you just you just be nice to these zombies and give them love, and then they reanimate and they become human again. Uh, what was that? It's like cold love or something like that. That's not the yeah, right word, but yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's some yeah. It's like it's like cold love or cold heart or uh, some. What is that? Yeah, and like yeah, that was 
That was war, warm bodies. Warm bodies. That was it. There we go. Yeah. Warm bodies. Okay. Twenty thirteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it did. It had it had John Malkovich in it. Son of a bitch. He was like the like militant leader or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, warm bodies. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. But all right. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so these next two are, I think, like specific uh, figures, specific people, as opposed to like generic Noxera or generic. Uh, okay. Volpertinger. Uh, but this first one is the uh, uh, Weissfrauen, the white lady. Ooh, okay. Or the white woman. And uh, uh, she, she's a, she's a like a like a like an elf elf kind of creature that um uh lived lived in alfheim the like uh part of heaven uh in the sort of germanic mythology uh with uh freyr Mm -hmm. and uh yeah like there was like they they um they they appear at noon okay and they're and so you're just you know going about your business. You're just walking around, um, and then suddenly you see this woman who's who's who's, who's kind of dressed in white, and uh, they're just sitting in the sunshine, brushing their hair, or maybe reading a, a or, or 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 something like that. Um, and uh, this is super weird too. This is so weird. And they they will ask you to to break their spell like they say like ah help like I'm, I'm 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 cursed i'm under this spell okay um but you can never do it like there's no way to like help 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 these these creatures so what's the con they just want you to break their spell but you can't i i guess so They're, and that what do you just break drives you with into... like their luscious locks or yeah and, and that's just it like it's just i guess it's like the unobtainable goal okay. that they like they're not taunting you with it necessarily but it's like you want to help but you can't do anything and then they disappear and then you're just fall into the state of german angst and you're like <laughs> it's like what is what is the meaning of life if i can't even help other people and yeah you like stare into the abyss and then it stares back on 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 uh, unto you so um so yeah this this one was which again like most any most any other like folklore like makes sense like yeah. okay i can understand i can understand like the moral of the story i can see the like narrative structure here but yeah again it's just like these beautiful sad women appear and they ask for your help but you're never able to help them and then they just disappear and it's like what the shit what the shit is that <laughs> You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Is Dumb and Dumber when the Swedish supermodel bus rolls up and they're like asking for directions. <laughs> You're looking for two oil boys. You're gonna want to go over there. It's like, and then it's like, Harry, you idiot! Do you realize what you've done? <laughs> they flag down the bus. It's like, you'll have to excuse my friend. He's a little dense. <laughs> The town is actually that way. <laughs> and it is. It's so frustrating. It's like, that's how you end the movie. That's the, that's what you do. Here's your, well, here's your German monster. Yeah. It's a hot chick you can't satisfy. 
Which really, well, like, I don't know of a more horrifying that's image. It. Yeah, like maybe that, maybe that's yeah the key to unlocking <laughs> this. Well, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if this was picking up, but uh, I think. Oh, yep, yep. Here we go. Oh. I think I have my own kind of figure in white who's standing outside asking for help. <laughs> and now, of course, he's he's being quiet. Sweet Quincy, it's okay, bud. It's okay. Yeah. We're just doing an episode. Are are you a Visa Katzen? Is that what's going on? It's like, Josh, Josh, let me in. Let me in where you're recording. And then I open the door and then you're just like, no. Um, and yeah, now you're going to run away. Yep, now you're just going to run right back out the door. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, that's right, Josh. I'm just going to interrupt your podcast and try and be cute and then not be cute. <laughs> Later, nerd. <laughs> Later, new. <laughs> so, so yeah, maybe that's. I, I, I think you were onto something though. Like maybe that's the moral of the story is, uh, women, you can't please them. I don't know. <laughs> women, you can't live with them. You can't have sex without them. <laughs> or something. Whenever they ask you for a problem and you do your best to help them, they say, "No, that's not what I meant." I don't want you to solve, I want you to listen. Yeah, I just want you to listen. <laughs> Maybe that's it. That's the whole thing, right? Well, or or that's the um Oh man, I'm 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 flirting with really embarrassing myself here and like totally being a fraud on my like literature teacher um uh cred. Do but it. Isn't that the isn't that the wife of Bath's story where it's like the knight marries the the old ugly woman and she says, oh, by day, by, by day I can be beautiful and night I'll be ugly or by day I'll be ugly and by night I'll be beautiful. What do you choose? Mm-hmm. And he says, no, honey, you choose. <laughs> and then that's the like magic answer to solve the riddle. And, and then she's hot all of the time. Maybe that maybe that's it, too. Maybe that's just <laughs> Treat women like people, <laughs> son of a bitch. Treat, treat, treat women like yeah, exactly. You, maybe that yeah. Okay, the the more that we talk through this, the more I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird like anti grim fairy tale. <laughs> like no, not everybody needs your saving. Just sometimes people just yeah, they, they just yeah. they just need to vent. But yeah, and say like help me. Out, yeah, uh, yeah, just, just just help me. It's like well, I, I think the only person who can help you. Is yourself, and then like that's the I don't know, I don't know. No, I think you're honest. I think you're onto something at least something. I'm not, I don't know what it is, but we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, it, it and maybe maybe another couple Oktoberfests and another I, I don't know. Maybe in the post show we'll we'll solve this riddle and we can post it later. But uh, but but I do have one more to kind of round us out here. All right, take us home, buddy. Um, and and this guy is again sort of like part German, but he also is known to roam around in Czechoslovakia and in Poland. Uh, he just seems like an awesome guy, and I would love to hang out with him. Uh, but this is Rubitzala. Okay. And he's he's just a giant that just wanders through the mountains and drinks beer and like wrestles people. And I just. I, I just wanted to hang out with him. I'm into it, yeah. Like, that's his whole story. Yeah. So the story of how Grubitzala got his name by Johann Karl August uh, 
Musaus okay. um, says that this guy abducted a princess who liked turnips. <laughs> okay. And a, and apparently the German word for turnips is Ruben. Okay. Um, R U with an umlaut B E N. Uh, and so he steals his princess away and he takes her to the mountainside. Uh, but she gets very lonely there in, in the mountains all by herself. And so to keep her company, Rubitzala turns the turnips uh, that they kind of have gathered because she likes these. He, 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 he turns the turnips into her friends and acquaintances. Uh, but like all produce, as you know, uh, <laughs> after an amount of time, they get kind of moldy and, and kind of mushy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these like magical turnip people, they also kind of turn to mush. Uh, and so the princess asks him to count, and apparently the German word for that is Zalin. Okay. So she asks him to count the turnips in the field uh, to say, like, well, how many more friends can you make for me? And as he's counting, then she runs away. Aww. And so his name then is Rupert Zalin. The um, turnip counter. The the turnip counter, dude. Aww. But no, he, he does. He just He just roams around the mountains and just drinks beer and... Uh, has a big hearty laugh and um <clears throat> plays the harp and yeah i just wanted i just want to hang out with this guy i kind of want to hang out with him yeah so he says that um with good people with people who are good and kind and all that he is he is friendly uh teaching them medicine and giving them presents okay uh but if someone like makes fun of him or or something like that uh, he he uh uh, he he plays tricks on him. He, like he's almost like kind of a, a trickster character okay. to you. But uh, but but yeah. So uh, they 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 say that he's the fantastic lord of the weather of the mountains, um, and and he's unexpectedly playful. Uh, he sends thunder, lightning, uh, rain, fog, and snow from the mountains above, uh, even when the sun is shining. Uh, and and yeah, he just he just seems like just a dude, like this giant who goes around and just just lives it up. It kind of has okay, cool. I'm into it, yeah. And so truly, like, uh, yeah, we, we we can go try to hunt some of these other creatures. We can try to solve the riddle of the white women, um, the vice of Frauen. Uh, or just, or I don't know, just like, just hang out and chill in the mountains all, 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 all of the time and like make it snow on people. I don't know. All right. Good enough. Good enough. But yeah. <laughs> what you're saying yeah, is yeah. you got to ask yourself the question, where are the white women at? <laughs> you got to ask yourself, where are the white women at? <laughs> and why are they just so, so tedious? <laughs> why can't I understand them? <laughs> well, Josh, it's because... The Weissefrauen are from Alfheim, and Rupert Salin is from. Oh my gosh, Quincy! Oh my god! Now there's a now here's a new like Lord of the Mountain Weather knocking things over. You Buster. <laughs> well, he also brought me a toy, so maybe that's part of it too. Quincy, Aww. here you go, but huh? Hiya! Oh, bonk! And then he ran into the door. <laughs> Quincy. <laughs> You poor little thing. Go on. <laughs> I feel like I, I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to. Do but no. So like these like Devon Rex cats. They're like really smart. And, and, yeah. And uh, and and we've taught ours how to play fetch. And so Quincy came up with like a little a little like plastic spring that we play fetch with. 
And so I threw it through the door, and he totally ran into it, (laughs) chasing after it. (laughs) That poor little guy. (laughs) Now I feel bad. Now I'm the asshole. No, you're my poor cat. Fine, it's funny. Poor cat just came up and wanted to play. He's like Josh. (laughs) Anyway, okay, all all right. Well, I I I don't know. I, I think you know. (laughs) <laughs> probably before anybody else gets hurt, before yes. there's any more casualties, we should probably we should probably bring this episode to a close here. So. We should get out of here. So yeah, Oktoberfest so, and then some weird ooky spooky German stuff. I like it. I yeah, want to be. Yeah, I, I'm into it. It's fun. We need to do yeah, more well, weird German too. I think. Like I don't know. But. There, well, well, and specifically, yeah. Like this was mostly in kind of like the southern Bavaria, kind of the foothills of the Alps and all that. And, and I'm sure. Going up like northern Germany there in like the Baltic region, like we find we'll find some really really weird goo. Well, well, isn't that where the monkfish was? Right? Was uh, the monkfish yeah, kind of up? Yeah, up. Yeah, kind the of Baltic. Uh, yeah, like above the. Um, oh my God! What is that? The the Finnish Sea or whatever? Yeah. Oh, okay. In, well, be- so, in between so, Germany and Finland, but there was. Okay. Uh, I think you're thinking of. Um, I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, the, maybe the Vodnoy. Well, th- those are like kind of Russian. Yeah, right. Maybe I don't know. But yeah. but point point being, we need more silly continental Europe folk folk folklore, ooky spooky stuff. Hell and, yeah! And yes, a- a- absolutely. So so I guess yeah. Mark, big big takeaways. I will repeat my thesis one more time. <laughs> Bavaria is the Texas of Germany. Don't judge all of Germany because of these loud. Uh, braggadocious Bavarians. There's some alliteration for you. Kids. There you go. Um, wear Lederhosen to your dangerous work site. Yes. <laughs> you, uh, as you're going to the oil rig. Yeah. So, yeah, you have your welder's mask and your Lederhosen. You're set. You're covered. That's all you need. Uh, That's all you're going to need. <laughs> That's all. They're, they're made out of leather. What What more protection can you ask for? <laughs> Um, the jackalope takes many forms. Yes, including the vulpertinger. Uh, zombies don't always eat the living. Uh, <laughs> and maybe we're not okay with that. Still, I, I don't know. Anyway, but uh, but yeah, other big takeaways for you, Mark. Um, I I want to get to know more German weird stuff, and also I don't. I almost think we didn't talk enough about umpapa music, but it's okay. Mm. But it's it's okay. That's maybe you can find a nice something or other to to kind of place out there because you are absolutely correct. Uh, correct that we well and even like yodeling. I don't know if yodeling is necessarily tied in with Oktoberfest Bavaria. I think that's maybe more of a Swiss. I think thing. That's yeah, more Swiss, know. right? With the Alps and stuff. But... I don't know. Yeah, right, right, right. But uh, but but still. So um, so so yes, uh, all sorts of good things. Um. Listeners, what are what are your thoughts? Have you been to other Oktoberfests? What has your experience been like? Like, I kind of brought this up, but then I dropped it. Uh, yeah, like the weird other food items. Like, have you had pig knuckles? That's a thing. You like pickled pickled pigs feet? Pickled yeah. pigs knuckles. That's a big. That's a big Oktoberfest uh, hit. Or uh, ham hocks or whatever. Yeah, tell tell us. Let us know your stories. Let us know your your experiences. Are you the new listeners out in Germany? 
Holy cow, yes, we've been having, and we've had this episode planned for a while, and Mark, still, we're like speaking things into existence. We're Weirdly blowing up magic, in Germany. Yeah. There's, there's like two or three people that are just going through all of our back catalog and like listening to, to good stuff. So, so German listeners, welcome. We understand that maybe you're not Bavarians. We won't judge you for that. We get it. That's my thesis. Um, but, <laughs> well, yeah. but yeah, tell Unless us. Unless you're Bavarian, then you guys know. keep doing you. Yeah, keep doing you and send us some Noctiverse. Like we, God, yes, please. Tell us, tell us all that. And you can get a hold of us uh, in several ways. You can send an email to twowizardspodcast uh, at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. Uh, me, Josh, I'm on Twitter at plaidbarbarian. And me, Mark, I'm at uh, Marky Stardust on Twitter. And you can also find me on our other podcast, The Dangle Podcast. It's a King of the Hill retrospective where me and my buddy Johnny just figure out if King of the Hill is good or bad. And it's, uh, we're getting into some really good stuff lately. Just go check it out, guys. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I believe I saw recently a tweet about the, uh, about the, the Cotton Hill theory for the Cotton Hill timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the last episode, I break down Cotton Hill's timeline and we find out that it's super tragic. But, duh, mm-hmm. we knew that already because he ain't got no shins, but... I ain't got no shins. Yeah, and we're not just going to, like, tell you what that is here now. No, you have to go find the Dangle Podcast, give them a listen, give them a download, and you'll hear more of uh, Mark's sonorous voice, and 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 that's okay, because I want more of that, too. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so thank you all for joining us here. Uh, uh, happy Oktoberfest. Mark, always a pleasure. It's great to get back. Hell yeah, buddy. Great to be back tower. in the tower. Do some more. And uh, also, listeners, very special episode coming up shortly. I, I know we've kind of hinted at it before, but I'm going to leave a little mystery. I'm going to leave a little mystery. Just a very, very special episode on the cusp, just on the horizon, coming over those Alps, doing the <laughs> Schulplattler, like slapping his thighs in his boots. That's what that episode is doing. My name is Josh. I'm a wizard. I'm Mark, and I'm a wizard. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care, everyone. (laughs) He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all! Ah!